Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Can I just have a little bit of grace, please? Just a little bit. That's what my son always says. I'm Justin, the online pastor here at Mariner's Church. Thank you for joining another episode of the Gospel Everyday Podcast. This is a good one. This is the one you're going to want to send to people. My son, he's uh, six years old, and he's going to be seven very, very soon. Actually, a week away from today. Next Monday is his birthday, the 14th. I'm very excited about this. He's seven years old. It's wild. He's six, and one of the coolest things about him, he's just like me, and he messes up a lot, makes mistakes, you know, very, very bullheaded, very brash. Like, I just love this guy. And whenever he gets into trouble and pushes the envelope, which he does often, his reaction, ever since learning about grace, he will always say, well, mom, dad, can I just have a little bit of grace? Can, can you just give me some grace? Now, I'll be honest, we're the ones who kind of injected this language into him. As we're talking about Jesus, as we're talking about baptism, you know, when he was getting baptized, as we were having all these faith conversations at home, the topic of grace obviously comes up. It probably came up for you. Like, what is grace? Like, what? I don't understand this. Here's grace in a nutshell. It is getting an outcome that you don't deserve based on your actions. That's what grace is. It's getting an outcome you don't deserve based on your actions. So if your actions are walking up to a stranger and punching them in the face, then the uh, reaction, the outcome of that probably should be you getting punched in the face as well, especially if it was unprovoked. Grace would be you punch me in the face and I say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to punch you in the face. Let's talk. I, actually, let me give you $5. That's an outcome that you did not deserve based on your actions. Based on what you did, it's an outcome you don't deserve. So I think we all have a hand on that. We as sinners, we deserve death. You know, The wages of sin is death. Death separated from Jesus forever and God from forever in uh, eternity in hell. Um, that is what we have coming to us. And God, because he is so good and so gracious, said, you know what? I don't want that. I actually want to give people uh, an outcome that they don't deserve. They deserve this because of their sin, but I'm going to give them a different outcome. If they confess their sins, they ask forgiveness, they will be um, in heaven with me because the, all of their sin will be put onto my son, Jesus. And so they will get an outcome that they didn't deserve because the, you know their behavior, their constant, you know, the things they did didn't, didn't deserve um, you know, getting into heaven. But because I am gracious, I'm going to show grace on them, forgiveness to them through my son, Jesus. Okay. So you get this now. Okay, everyone gets this. Here's the thing that I think is really important. This is something that is extended to everyone. Everyone has access to the grace of God. And it is a bottomless pit of grace. And I really want you to hear this for two reasons. Reason number one, some of you may be listening thinking, man, I still make mistakes. I still mess up. Uh, I'm still flawed. Um, some of my flaws are still really large. And there has to be a day right? Because logically, we think this as human beings. There has to be a day where the grace runs out. There has to be a day where it's just, hey, it's, it is a bridge too far. You get an email in your inbox that says, hey, um, you know, it's from God, of course, you know, in this dramatized example I'm giving you. You get an email from God. It says, hey, been reviewing everything. Um, it, your, your last weekend in Vegas, you know, your last weekend in uh, you know, Party Central, uh, you know, your last weekend when your wife or your husband was gone, you know, your last week at work when you were cooking the books, all of that actually is a bridge too far. 
So, you know, even if you ask forgiveness, I, I just, I'm just tapped out. The grace well has run dry and you're kind of, you're going to be on your own. I just wanted you to know that. We fear getting an email like that. Friends, listen to me. You will never get an email like that. God will never show up at your door and say, it has been too much. He will never show up at your door and say that grace has run out. He will never show up at your door and say, you've done too much. You've just done too much. And I can no longer, because we think in terms of one plus one equals two. We think in terms of what we can put into context through our human minds. We think, listen, if this is a bad investment, you don't just keep pouring money into a bad investment. You know, it, we, we completely understand this when it comes to money, maybe, or real estate. You know, we completely understand this when it comes to, you know, the time you know, that we're investing in maybe a sport. Let's say we want to become like really expert at a sport. And it, there comes a time where we realize, man, the time we're putting into this is not worth the juice that we're getting out. It's just maybe it is not in the cards for us to quit our job at, you know, 38 and go play in the NBA after never having played basketball before. I know some guys who would do that. I know some guys that's still their dream. They may, maybe they get seen playing basketball, maybe at Mariners or something, and they just, you know, I think the GM of, of the Lakers goes to Mariners. So I, I'm sure there's guys that still have a dream that maybe he'll walk in, see him playing, and be like, oh my gosh, you need to be up there with LeBron this season. Like, let's go. That's not going to happen. But here's the thing. That also makes sense, right? It makes sense for that not to happen. Because that's like regular human economy. You know, we're not going to put money into a bad investment. We're not going to take this risk that is obviously not going to pan out. You know, 38 going to play pro basketball. But those measures that we use as human beings do not translate when it comes to the goodness, the faithfulness, the forgiveness, the grace of God. It does not translate when it comes to the grace of God. The grace of God does not expire. It is a bottomless pit of grace. So for you out there thinking, well, man, I'm a follower of Jesus, but I fear that one day the grace will run out for me. No, no, no. The same grace that saved you is the same grace that keeps you. The same grace that saved you, the same initial moment of my son, my daughter, I forgive you. You're forgiven is the same grace that keeps you every day through your ups and downs and through your mistakes, through your failures, through your peaks and through your valleys. That is God. That is who Jesus is. Now, this extends to our friends as well. So this is number two. I want you to grab onto this because, you know, last Monday I talked about that we need to be very open in taking the opportunities to share the goodness, the faithfulness, the, 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 the forgiveness, the grace of God, of Jesus. And we need to share that with people on a regular basis. We need to take every opportunity to do it. Listen to me clearly, friends. God's grace is big enough for everyone you know. There is not someone that you know that God's grace would run out for. So it's not only sufficient and bottomless for you, it's sufficient and bottomless for every single person that you know and every single person that you will ever know and every single person that you will sit next to on an airplane, every single Starbucks employee that hands you a coffee, every single repairman or woman that comes to your house, every single homeless man or woman on a corner with a sign that in your mind you're thinking, I can't give them five bucks. Like they're going to use on something ridiculous. But like there's this inner 
this inner feeling that's like, you know what, I'm actually, I'm not called to be their accountant. I'm just called to meet their needs and I'm going to give them five bucks. I'm going to tell them that I'm praying for them. I'm going to tell them that there's, you know, they they should check out Mariner's Church or really any church. Just, you know, get connected to the church, but just, I'm praying for you and we love you and I'm going to hand them five bucks. Even that person, God's grace is sufficient for all of them. So when you're thinking through that Rolodex of friends, you're looking through your phone of all the contacts you have. You know, I have 1,300 contacts in my phone. God's grace is sufficient for every single one of them and every single one of their family members. You know, the thing I love about being a follower of Jesus is that it can create generational change in a family. You know, I grew up Jewish. My mom was Jewish. My birth mother was Jewish. My birth father, uh, he, he, he was just some guy. When my parents got divorced, we started going to church. We got invited to church by a, a woman named Nancy. Went, changed our life. This woman, this was like sharing your faith 101. My mom was just in like a women's career group. And this other woman, Nancy, was like, hey, you know, we, I'd love, I mean, this is like, most people do not have the courage. This is like old school, like, like the greatest generation kind of courage. They just say, hey, you, I'd love for you and your son, to, you have a son, right? I'd love for you to come check out my church. The church literally was like 40 minutes away from where we lived. But my mom was like, yeah, let's go. Because people are willing to accept it, a personal invitation. And we went, I'm telling you, change everything about our lives. Be introducing someone to the goodness, the faithfulness, the forgiveness, the grace of Jesus can create generational change in someone's life and in the lives of their family. Because fast forward, uh, 30 years. Wow. Has it really been that long? Oh my gosh. That's shocking when you really think about it. So I was eight years old when this all went down. I'm 38 now. Fast forward 30 years. I'm a pastor. I'm married. I have four kids that I'm introducing to Jesus. Like, I, like it, it's a, it completely reshaped everything about the, the course of my family. You know, it creates generational change. You, you have no power to do that, but you can introduce them to the one who has power, that's Jesus, the one who has the grace that is sufficient for every single person. We all hit a limit with people. Jesus does not hit a limit with us. His grace is limitless. He loves us. I challenge you in the strongest possible ways. Do not let today's episode fall on deaf ears. Take action somehow. Invite someone. Share your faith whatever it may be, take a step in the direction of God's grace is sufficient. Nobody's mistakes will will take them out of being a, a receiver of God's grace. And I'm going to take every opportunity that I can. But you know what? Taking every opportunity actually just means starting by taking the first opportunity, the next opportunity. I love you, Mariners Church. Thank you for joining us wherever you are, however you're listening. Thank you for joining the Gospel Everyday Podcast. Have a great day. Have a great week. We love you. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.